welcome to the week four recap of the FMF State of Mind podcast. Full house tonight. Introduce yourself, guys. What's good, y'all? This is uh, me, Jair Martinez, uh, ready to talk about another uh, week four of Liga MX. Crazy situations with coaches, uh, results, uh, overall, you know, how the situations that happened with the, with the referees. And we're uh, going to leave it next to Antonio. Yeah, what's up, guys? Antonio here, and yeah, I'm ready to talk some Liga Mackies and uh, share with you guys my week on Suicide Watch after Chivas lost again <laughs> after after winning, and then they freaking lost the lead, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Nestor, you go. All right, guys. Name's Ness. I'm excited to talk about the game of the week with uh, Lobos versus Atlas. It was, uh, it, was, it, was, it, was uh, it was a lot of things, and I can't wait to <laughs> Everyone just turned off the podcast. <laughs> and our ratings went down. <laughs> also, also uh, which, which top five top five bridges that Chivas fans jump off of. So I'm um, very excited. And uh, yeah. Go ahead and hand it off to actual, actual uh, uh, Raw. Uh, Zach, are you there? Wow, wow. Way to forget about me, guys. <laughs> Wait, Zach's here? Oh my god, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> You've been highly missed, man. <laughs> Shit, if we could actually come up with the day we were going to record this, I could be here. Oh, wait. Instead of what day are we going to do it? Uh, Monday? Tuesday? Huh? Anybody? Anybody? What time? Huh? <laughs> it's Tuesday, right? We did it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just go. Let's just jump. Jump right into this exciting First week. Story. Uh, Puebla, Veracruz. Puebla 1, Veracruz 2. Um, yeah. Anything stand out in this game besides Veracruz got three points? Didn't Veracruz come back and score the last... In the last few yeah, minutes, they of the scored, game? they scored two goals in Headers. two minutes. 83rd and yeah. 85th minute. Yep. Wait, so, I mean, yeah. technically they scored all three goals because Puebla didn't score. It was an autogol. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Veracruz like... Uh... Doing big things. Their first win, they tie with Morelia. Uh, they're on their way to receiving that uh, coveted third fan. So, I'm excited for them. <laughs> <laughs> Who just said that? Was that a Chivas fan? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Chivas are in 17th place. Veracruz in 13th. I'm just saying. That We're not last, baby. We're not last. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that game was uh like uh like uh wasn't the two goals from like two headers back to back? Like that's how the Veracruz just came back, right? Yeah, it was literally like one minute after the other. Yeah, it was one minute they after were another. Mostly identical goals too. Just yeah, terrible, they were terrible defending. It was, and, and Pachuca had the most possession of the game. They had the most passes, and uh, I, I, the entire game, it looked like they were just going to win the 1-0, but then those two goals back-to-back, back, I was like, dang. So, Veracruz is coming up in our rankings, guys, from last week. <laughs> oh, but the, I was just looking at Twitter, yeah. and everybody over here just hates on Veracruz so much. Everybody, it's like pick between Puebla and Veracruz, 100% on every single poll I saw, Puebla, Puebla, Puebla. <laughs> Me over here. I mean, we don't hate Veracruz. Nobody just cares. And, I, and I'm just thinking to myself, 
watch Veracruz win. So I'm the one guy voting for Veracruz and all these polls. And sure enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, that was. I, I, I hate Veracruz so much because of how poorly run and, of an organization they are. I just want them to disappear off the face of the earth and never return. Oof. Get, just descend and Strong disappear. Instead, they just uh, somehow miraculously managed to stay up with their shitty form. He, he's he's escaping for uh, FC Juarez. <laughs> so Memo Vasquez might agree with you, Zach, because he just resigned. I think yesterday, wasn't it? Or today? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Manager number two gone. It was only a matter of time before Veracruz got rid of another manager. Yeah, yeah we but don't, uh, we don't he, even have time to talk about hot seats. Like they're just getting fired. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it's kind of crazy that it just happens after a win. I just want to know the the motivation behind it because I mean he, it, it would be understandable if he would have lost badly against Puebla, but I mean he won and they, like you like you said, Zach, uh, Puebla really didn't score. There was an own goal and for a memo is memo Vasquez, right? That's what we're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, just to, he resigned, right? He he didn't get fired. Yeah, he resigned. He resigned. Oh, he resigned. I I think they weren't paying him. That direct deposit didn't hit for those three points. And yeah. them out. Either that, or they were just like, "You guys are playing too well. I got to leave now." I didn't think it was going to go. See the way was my next GWAS coach, remember last kiss? What? What? You heard it here first. No, but oh, who did they who did they hire to replace Vasquez? Some guy that hasn't coached in over eleven uh, years. From I'm reading right now, apparently it's the ghost of Hugo Chavez. That's it. <laughs> that's a, what his name is. What? <laughs> he was part of the, he was part of the 2001 Confederations Cup squad for Mexico. Per Wikipedia. <laughs> who? I don't remember I... him. No, it's some, guy, it's some guy from Chile. I don't know who it is though. <laughs> what? He was like the national team coach from 03 to 05 or something. I don't even know that. Oh, the forgotten I mean, years. <laughs> he hasn't coached since, so. Uh... But I mean, let's be honest. Who who would really Veracruz bring in? Like, I mean, were we expecting a big name? I didn't. I mean, I wouldn't even. When I saw these news, Sam Paoli. Like, Sam Paoli. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we expected anybody, any high-caliber coach to come in and, and take over to that team because it's just so mediocre. I mean, it's I mean, sadly, like we always talk about, you know? So, but, I told you, somebody's uh, drunk uncle to end up coaching them by the end of the, <laughs> the season. <laughs> like, Do you guys know how to coach? I guess you're coach now. Jesus, you have experience? Even better. Nah, nah, they could not kill two birds with one stone, have a player coach. Then they don't have to pay a coach. Or a, yeah. or a player. Gringo Torres is about to get two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the other game on Friday. Mon- uh, Monarcas, Necaxa. Mon- Monarcas 2, Necaxa 1. Hell yeah, the Zoma Monarcas, baby. That yeah, surprised I, I that surprised me too. Yeah, like uh, Necaxa, like I, I was watching the entire game and Necaxa j- was controlling the entire game and they just completely let it go. And I like I, again, like I, I was looking at the possession of the game, like they had sixty-two percent of possession compared to Monarcas having thirty-eight percent of possession. But another thing that I was focused on was uh, Mayorga, the young dude from who was with Chivas and was part of Mexico's confederation squad or practice squad. Yeah, I mean he played pretty uh, good. Yeah. He played pretty good, like he. There. Yeah, he's on the loan, but I I love the he, way he played. He, he looked very. Back. 
like immediately. Yeah. Dude, Nakaxa. Nakaxa had ten shots inside the box. <laughs> Nakaxa is the chief as of last year. Because yeah. you know, as far as being so dominant on the ball and showing flashes of brilliance, and then just not really doing much with it as far as winning games. Well, I you know, think it's I, I think against it's, losing. I think it's a problem with their defense because they've been after the America mm-hmm. game. They've just sort of been horrible. They don't have any defending at all. So it's it's almost any time the other team attacks, you're just expecting a goal. That's very true. I can see that. Kind of do give up on the plays easier. Yeah, like yeah. Alvarado as a center back is terrible, in my opinion. And then Leo Lopez, I'm not sure why they brought him back from the Ascenso, but he hasn't done much to help that squad. Be limited. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You remember when he was with the part of the national team? <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days when he was part of the national team. I don't think he ever got called back again, but wow. For good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating to watch Nekaxa, though, because Michael Leaños turned him around. Yeah. Playing exciting football again, and then yes. the defense, and then you just... Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I watched the entire game, and I just saw how they were just dominating the entire time, and they were just controlling the pace of the game, and the... Their wing, their, their wings, like Mayorga was part of the, the attacking and he was good midfielding. And they just completely, like, and, and, I mean, and Monarca's goal was, I think it was off a header from the, from the, from the defender. And I, I was just, hey, they just let it go. But it, they look really good. Like, they, they look better from last, the, the last, from the last previous, uh, la, 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 sorry, that's what I meant to say. Oh, but yeah, is sure. a good coach. Yeah, they look much better. So improved. But... Uh, I mean, it's a tough game, but you're going to have every, you know, a few of those every single season, no matter what. I think yeah. Nakaxa will be able to bounce back. I mean, we've seen that they can produce goals just about their defense getting better. I think that's been the conversation since day one about them. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I mean, they, they got nice young, a nice young core with, like, Victor Davila, who's only 20 and doing great things. He has, like, three goals, three assists or something like that. And then uh, Villalpando yeah. in the midfield. They, they got a nice young team. Yes, they do. Question yeah, is, can they keep it, they... though? I don't know. They're one of the teams that have been re- uh, not relegated, but as far as going back and coming back, that have done strong. You know, we've seen teams in the past that haven't been able to do that very well, and I'm glad Nakaxa is one of those mainstays because I remember growing up, I see Nakaxa, you know, it'd be every single weekend that they would be playing, and that's something that I kind of grew up with. And I think what, in the past, five, seven years. It's like that wasn't a mainstay, but over the past few years that they were saying, oh, dude, really turn them around. Yeah, that's true, man. I agree with that. But, uh... <clears throat> right, well, well, down to the game of the week. <laughs> Lobos at last, 0-0. Zero, zero. I In heard this whopping six fans. I was watching the highlights, <laughs> and you know how like, they kind of do the whole recap? It was like for that game, it was a missed penalty by Lobos, and then the rest of the game was just literally uh, like the referee just calling it. The <laughs> 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 just quickest highlights of all time. I was like, geez, man, like nothing. You see, Rafa understands, like, this is the one game I can go in, and, you know, they'd be grateful. <laughs> yeah. Lobos finished with one was... shot on target that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think that? Do you think Valencia could be seeing these last few weeks with the team? Because I mean, it's, it's uh, by, by the results that's coming by. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't seem like Cholos is looking any better from from La Clausura. 
and Lobos has no money to spend. They wait. They wasted all six million dollars staying in the in Liga Mekis. So they have no money yeah. to buy players. Uh, I, I don't even want to know what they're paying uh, Valencia because. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think they're paying them a lot too. I forgot too. Didn't they? Uh, I forgot which young center back they were able to keep. I thought that was going to leave, but a very promising one. I forgot his name. Escapes me at the moment. But yeah, I don't know if they spend extra money on that or whatever it may be. But I don't know. I for some reason thought this season they're going to be better. Why? <laughs> I don't know. But I thought they would improve at least a little bit. I mean, their roster um, was like severely gutted by everyone going like away because they were on loan and stuff. So. They lost a lot of, a lot of their good, a lot of the few good players that they have, like Julian Quinones, Advincula, and they all lost them because they had to go back to their parent club. And uh, it's it's just a disaster. I think Mauro Lainez, when the only highlight I saw was his shot going way wide. <laughs> I mean, they just look helpless. Yeah, for real. Like Jahir could have punched that ball into the goal. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that bet... angle. He would have had that. Yeah, with my eyes closed. <laughs> no. My favorite part of the whole game was the Atlas coach just leaning his head back and saying no mames, which is probably my favorite part of that whole. We need to make that they still me. haven't scored a goal this season. No. That's yep. true, huh? Zero, yeah. four, six against. Jesus. Uh, what Unless you're counting Copa MX. The best competition out here right now. <laughs> Which Brujo prefers on the mix? <laughs> Man, we're so uh, bad. People, people from Atlas and Cholos are not going to tune into our podcast because of the way we're talking about their team. You mean Lobos, hey, right. not Cholos. Lobos, Lobos, Lobos. Lobos, Lobos. First Lobos. it was Pachuca playing Veracruz. Now it's Cholos against Atlas. <laughs> are are oh, we sure yeah. you're even... Are, are you still here with us? Sorry, guys. Yeah. He's like, yeah, the... He's like, the Portland Timbers played poorly this weekend. We're like, what? <laughs> FC Dallas couldn't beat America. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, on to a game that had some goals. Leon 4, Querétaro 0. Yeah. Leon's finding the groove back. Mm-hmm. with uh, some young Colombian players doing well. Hopefully. Usually Leon's one of those teams that... Either, you know, Golan, they score a lot of goals, or they get a bunch of goals scored on them. So They got, I don't know, do you guys think they look better with Cota back, or they kind of looking so-so? I know they, they, there hasn't been much of a difference, in my opinion. I mean, it was nice to see him get a to get a clean sheet. I think, isn't, isn't this the first game that they get a clean sheet for him? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was pretty nice for him to get a clean sheet. They don't really have a very strong defense, and they... Kind of just threw Kota out there, and he, and he doesn't look like he's sure up the defensive uh, organization or any of that. Looks oh, like no. he's still kind of figuring it out right now. He was he was still taking orders from Salcedo a few months ago. Kota <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey. finished this game with a uh, three saves and a seven point three rating on Sofa Score, so eh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not too bad. I mean, what, uh... is better than William Yarbrough. <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't take up a lot. Oh, William. Yeah, Weren't they going to sell him to, like, the ML- an MLS team? I don't know. He converted to uh, being, a, being a, a U.S. of A, and everybody just gave up on him. <laughs> it's like, damn, uh, you could have been the next uh, Chuy Corona, but you just threw it all away. Oh, man. <laughs> and they were never going to call him up. No, they weren't. But, you know, goalkeepers get old, and next thing you know, they end up finding a couple call-ups, and 
they end up staying around. You know, like Corona, he'd never see his games unless it's a Moleto game in the U.S. But, you know, he could have been that. But now he's nothing. And, <laughs> and both I, teams don't have a national coach. But, I mean, Corona, it's just kind of sad, like, going touching on that real quick. Like, Corona had, like, was participating in the last three World Cups and never got to see a game. What did they say that? He was the only player who participated in the last three World Cups and never got to step inside the field. That must have sucked. Because he played the that's why. <laughs> and then it's fun. The they only had time... people trying on the shirts from other ethnicities that we were playing against at the World Cup. <laughs> the only time, the only biggest highlight that I can remember from Corona, besides him headbutting uh, an assistant coach and fighting other people, was when uh, he got called when he was still young with Atlas, and he got called for Ch- the Chivas Boca Juniors game, and he was like the he was the stud of that. That team. remember when Chivas played in La Copa Libertadores, and then they went to Argentina and they had to end the game so early because they were. Attacking Corona, throwing him rocks and throwing firecrackers in his, and in his head. And Bofo, too. Yeah, and Bofo, and then, like, they got out. And, A leyenda. Bofo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's Corona's... That's all I remember Corona really from. <laughs> all I remember Corona from is him wearing those snakeskin uniforms as a goalie in those Moleto games in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those Snake were nice. Skin. Those were nice. Yeah. I thought they were Spider-Man type. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm just surprised that they they let uh, Volpe let four goals in. It wasn't his fault. I know, but still. By the look of it, it looked like it was all set pieces. He was was the captain, too. He's the captain of Querétaro. It's what, Volpe and ten other guys? (laughs) Why was Sanveso, why was he coming off the bench? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but did he play in the in the cup? Was there a cup, the uh, Copa Mekis game he played in? Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, he's, the... he's he's been injured a lot the last couple of years. I mean, yeah, you gotta keep he's very fresh. injury prone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he wants to be in Querétaro. Honestly, it doesn't um, look like he's been putting in a whole lot of effort. He could he could be doing way better. Honestly, like he could. I feel like he's he like he's one of the players in Liga MX that could have already moved to Europe and done Volpe? way better than what they're currently doing. Yeah. Yeah, that third so goal, like he, that, yeah, that third goal. When I'm seeing it right now, that third goal that when they scored on him, like the the defense just gave up, and he was just like, man, whatever. Like, he, like the defense didn't even try; the player was just cutting in on that third goal, and I mean, he they just gave up. I mean, he looked like he was like, man, you know what, whatever. If they're not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try. So yeah, He's, he misses when Alanis used to be in that back four. <laughs> yeah, the ghost of Alanis. Oh, poor guy <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> yeah, so Leon four, Greta was kind of surprising that one. But uh, Tigres Toluca, I was kind of looking forward to this game. Uh, Toluca with the two one win over Tigres. What's going on? I'm, I was shocked. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think Tigres got they got one dimensional, and Toluca took advantage of it. Even and, with, I mean, but Tigres has been one dimensional. Ever since they've gone to this four-two-three-one formation, it's a disaster because they're relying on Juninho and Guido to do everything offensively to be the heart of the the team. And so, what I what I think is is happening is the other teams are starting to clog up passing lanes and not make it easy for Guido and Juninho to pass it, make make the make the. Uh, good passes that spark attacks and so it's forcing Aquino and Dam to come play way deeper than they want to to get on the ball and Aquino and Dam both can't do anything except to run straight down the side and send in a terrible cross 
Hold so, on. Uh, Jurgen Dam isn't that good at sending across, all right? All they do is run up and run straight forward, get yeah, almost to the end really line, and do. send in a terrible cross. I mean, the I only know, reason that, that really they're surprised me with this. Yeah, but Dominicino wouldn't even make the Tigres squad if it wasn't for the rules about Mexican players. No, oh, no, Tuca would not let. No, you're right about that. He would have just found another cheap Argentine. And uh, it was surprising that he had debuted a center Jair, back, Jair Diaz. Jair Diaz. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw yeah, that, that too. Like, do you guys think that was to satisfy the rule, or was that out of uh, you know this kid's playing really good? It's time for him to get a look. Satisfying I think it was rule. both. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was both. I think he I, said, "Man, before I better do this before he come, comes back and haunts me." So, I mean, I was surprised too because Tuca doesn't have that that you know that approach to have the young kids come and yeah, play. Yeah, so. because it's it's one of two things: either this kid looks amazing, or we got to satisfy this rule. Could be a little bit of both, but I don't know. Yeah. Tuca always strikes me as the one just like let's get this rule out of the way now. I, I, you guys I, think he knew Jair's name before today, before uh, that game? <laughs> he probably he, he was probably in the starting eleven. He's like, and the and the Jair came up to him. He's like, hey, you know, gracias, profe, por, por la oportunidad. And Tuca was like, ¿Quién cagado eres tú? <laughs> That's what he probably told him. He probably didn't even know He's who like, he was. He's like, wasn't the look player talking to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wearing my jersey? <laughs> what you guys think of the red cards? They were. I didn't think they were. They were. Oh, I'm watching the game I right now. Yeah. I'm it watching was it. it was horrible because, so I mean, uh, Torres Nilos, when he got hit in the face, it was I don't even think it was a yellow card. It was a yellow card, and then Guido Pizarro, I think he was just trying to shield the ball, and that's when it caused the, uh, you know, for him to like move his his his, his elbows. I didn't think that that was a red card. I think he was no, just trying to shield the ball. And Guido Pizarro, no. neither Guido one Pizarro of them is not known like that. He's not known to be a dirty player. Guido neither Pizarro's one of them were red cards. Yeah. Y es la segunda mm-hmm. vez que el arbitraje ha ayudado a Toluca. <laughs> First against Monarcas and now again. You guys were talking about last last podcast is actually not coming to fruition, but it always has been. But I'm just starting to realize it more. Yeah. As far as the bias against them. And the bias yeah. against who? Uh, Toluca. The conspiracy is that people are playing or plotting against uh, Tuca because they want to coach the national team. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Oh. I didn't oh. even know that. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't even know that. Hey, Tuca, uh, Tigers are still uh, Tigers are why still would, in eighth place, so that's fine. <laughs> why would they want Tuca anywhere near the national team? His idea of a strategy is. Four, four, two, three, one, and then sit on the bench frowning and occasionally stand up and yep. scream at people. And don't, Thinking of all the talent that he could convert to be Mexican. I, I, I don't think he does anything. He's not... I, I don't think he's that good of a coach. Nah, the guy's goofy, man. I swear. Like, I think he's he played the last 20 minutes with nine guys and, made, and didn't use his last sub. No. Just, come on, man. How do you that play with wild. nine men the last 20 minutes and have you one sub and not use it? it Luka, or he just didn't care, or he doesn't know what he's doing. And, uh, I don't even know what... I mean, honestly, they are... They've looked horrible. Listen. But how many times How many times have Tigers looked bad? And then, how many times have they looked bad and then turned it on the last month of the season and everyone's like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, they're ready for the year. But the difference between now and then is usually when they look bad at the beginning of the season, it's because Hignac hasn't scored or they've been struggling to get the ball in the back of the net. 
And now oh, no, he's... Jack is scoring regularly, and they're still playing like crap. I, I think they need a change in formation or or something, or just get Dom and Aquino off the field because they're trash and can't complete a cross to save their lives. And Aquino does well, the same repetitive to, move over and over again. They're about to well, sell Aquino Valencia, aren't both. they? Yeah, they are too. Because uh, Valencia doesn't want to sit on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you know how how deep that bench is? That that bench could yeah. be like like a very... Yeah. <laughs> But they even had that one ch- uh, player from, from Chile. They didn't even put him on. What's his name? Vargas. Uh, Vargas was on. I was like, what? They're not going to use him? They didn't use Vargas or Valencia. Yeah. No, but Vargas isn't a striker. He's an attacking He's an attacking midfielder. And they have Zelarayan, who just signed like a, a three-year three year deal, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So plus then, Valencia, plus Sosa, plus who else? Emile Sosa, Zelarayan... Didn't I, didn't uh, Georgian Dam come out from? Didn't he come out in a sub hurt again? And that's when uh yeah he was hurt he was hurt thirty eighth minute he came out he yeah he stays hurt because the boy good. don't work out he's looking like He's Diego Reyes out here no he looked like Mr Burns that's what he looked like <laughs> Mr Burns yeah. <laughs> uh, Jurgen Dam is trash stay injured get off the field never want to see remember you remember when uh it was a uh, Ember was on the other side of him on the national team, Los Lozano, and we were just like, yeah, damn, it looks really promising. Oh, yeah. That's no, what he was no, 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 I don't he, st- that. he stayed the same. He never got better at all. That's because no he signed his life away to Tigres. He was never leaving. They ain't going to let him leave. Yeah, yeah, well, moving on. America 3. He has the EU passport. <laughs> <laughs> America 3. Montreal 0. That was, that was that, that was, was pretty surprising. That was, that was a good game. Do you guys think America is getting used to playing in their hellhole they call a pitch? Show some respect. That's happy. the national team stadium. Thank you. That, that, yeah, that's that's what's yeah, wrong no. with it. Ever since they did the <laughs> renovation, it looked like trash in the stands, and now just the pitch matches. It looks yeah. like you know when uh, the the Raiders play on the Oakland Athletics, where they share the field, and you'll still yep. see like the baseball mm-hmm. diamond. That's how I feel watching these America games. And it was just bad, like it was just like like in like in the sides of the field, like it was just holes and like the the the, gla- the grass was, was all torn up. Yeah, what do they have playing on it? America, America Femenil, y Cruz Azul. Y Cruz Azul, yeah, but. Uh, one thing is that in the past four, four I know uh, Ness is going to go against this, but Cruz Azul has filled up the stadium more than, than America. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> sorry, I'm oh, sorry. America barely had 26,000 people at this last game. Yeah. And, and then Cruz Azul doubles it. More. Cruz Azul doubles it more. So. Whereas I don't want to hear Diego's equipo chico anymore. I think, right? I think Cruz Azul fans are just happy to be out of their old stadium. Probably. Well, now now they can actually get to a stadium. Shots <laughs> <laughs> fired. Azul was in a terrible spot, and everybody complained about it the whole time. So I'm not really surprised that now all the fans are actually going to games. Yeah. What you guys think of uh, Lainez? What you guys think of Lainez? Was it just? I think he kind of he struggled. He just he struggled. He tried to do game, too yeah. much. He tried to do too much every time he got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I think Monterrey closed on him. Like they closed the opportunity for him not to go inside the, the, the to, to to not have a strike or to not get let him be comfortable on his left foot. Because I didn't see him 
as comfortable as the in the past in the past game where uh, was it against uh, I forget who America played the last game, but like he looked so comfortable just dribbling down the line and cutting back in. And with Rayados, he didn't get to do that. So Rayados kind of knew De Alonso knew how to prepare for him. So that's why maybe he struggled because they already knew how to adapt to his playing style. Yeah, yeah but the rest of the team ran rampant on him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I but think they were the way like that... circles, pointed through her legs. I was like, Jesus, man. What did they look like horrible out there? Like, where's Ugo Gonzalez when you need him? Pizarro didn't even look that great either. No, no I thought he was going to do better as far as bouncing back, but he never hasn't mind looked that. good this whole season. Yeah, he really hasn't. Jonathan Gonzalez has. Jonathan Gonzalez has. He looked pretty good in that game, too. He was a plus when Monterrey went down with a, one, one man in like in the 30th minute or in the first half. And, and Jonathan Gonzalez had to do double the work, so he didn't look that bad either. He was really controlling the the as being the the, the holding uh, was it the contención? Uh, forgot to say in English, but he didn't look bad either for being oh. ten down. But I think I think overall Rayados have looked a lot worse since Turco left. Yeah, but tu- Turco was just a defensive coach, right? It was just but more. He would get in the finals, but he couldn't win. Yeah, so was he like, couldn't deliver. Something had to give, man. You know, three or four finals. It's like, what are you what are you gonna do? I mean, they finished yeah, the game with two shots at least on target. Take them to finals. <laughs> yeah. With what, bro? Yeah. They finished the game with two shots on target compared to America's 11. Hey, my boy, uh, Funes Mori's out. That's why. <laughs> yeah. He's he's always staying. He's also consistently staying injured. Yeah, last year, yeah, same thing, man. Back. We were talking about this last year. Yeah, him and Aviles Hurtado are, 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 are a great dy- dynamic duo. I love seeing them play together, especially in uh, when it's a classical uh, Reggio Montano. I mean, when they both are up there, man, they just look electrifying. Yeah, he was hurt. I think it would have been a different scenario if, if Funes Mori would have been in that game. I think so. He's out again for uh, – is he out for the season again? Or he's out for a long time? I, I think he's out for a couple of weeks. I think – He was in the 18. He was in the 18. Rogelio Funes Mori, he was in the 18. He didn't play, but he was in the 18 for Monterrey. So maybe he's just, just a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. When was the last time that both teams from Monterrey lost in the same jornada prior oh. to this one? Probably Maybe. sometime in the beginning of last season. That's like the only time they struggle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I don't know, but, yeah. but Rayados have looked just, I haven't really been impressed with them this season. I mean, <laughs> we had them ranked as number one in the power rankings the past, I think, what, two episodes? And I can't cater to them hard. Uh, last week because I was like, well, they're first and they didn't lose, so I think we should keep them first. But man, I was I was not blindsided because they weren't playing the best, but I thought they would pick it up by now. But I'm not seeing it. Yeah, and then with the with the addition of a, a Pizarro, we all even before the this, the Apertura started, we were all like, yeah, man, Monterrey is going to be a power team. Monterrey, if we can see him in the final. Remember, we not, were all not talking only that, about but Gallardo too as left back. Exactly. And all the improvements he made with the national team, it's like exactly man, it's like we were be a force. We had them ranked pretty high. I remember we all did. And now looking at them, we're like, wow. Like, it's, it's pretty yeah, good. against America. Uh, didn't, didn't Monterey play, doesn't Monterey play him as a left midfielder? Gallardo, yes. yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they like for him to come up more so that we can come up more attacking opportunities because they saw that he was able to do that with Mexico very well. <sighs> yeah. Different type of scenario of playing style, though, but. Yeah, well, we, but, go from, uh, we go from that game to Pumas Pachuca zero zero. Pachuca is still in dead last. What and, the hell is going on? And, and Pumas is still in. Pumas, thank God yeah. Pachuca didn't win, or Chivas would be 18th right now. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> the only Glad Pumas didn't drop the ball that much. Is, is, is this the beginning of Pumas' downfall? What do you guys think? It's a draw, man. They still have, they still lead the league. <laughs> but I mean, you gotta win against the team that was that hadn't won any a single game and hadn't like. I mean, it's not Veracruz también. Like Pachuca has pride. Yeah, Pachuca. Let's not compare <laughs> yeah. Pachuca and those but other they're teams. They're gonna fight. I don't, I don't think Pumas is. I don't think this is Pumas' downfall. Is uh, Antonio the one who mentioned that? Uh, because they're playing Monterrey next game, so that's really going to show who's who's the worst of them of, of both of them. Because it's Pumas Monterrey in the next game this Saturday coming up. So I, I think Pumas will win that, knowing how Monterrey has been struggling uh, these past few games. So I don't think that's my Pumas' downfall. And then after that, they play Querétaro. So I think they have it easy. <laughs> With, more than anything, I want to know what's going on with Pachuca. Gutierrez yeah, didn't been, start again. He, he didn't start? No, he's in the bench. No, but what's weird is that they've won... <laughs> they won their uh, Copa games pretty easily, and then they haven't done anything in the league. Actually, I take that back. Gutierrez wasn't, wasn't even in the 18. He, yeah, no? I was No, I was about no, to say that he wasn't even on the bench. Last week we talked about him coming back, so maybe it's just him readjusting again. Or right. I don't know, because we attributed to it. Or we said that he's just very upset that he hasn't he didn't get the opportunity to leave to PSV. Like uh, uh like we Raul said Pachuca was... isn't Yeah. But Pachuca isn't selling unless they get like uh, for some reason twenty to twenty five percent of the contract. <laughs> Of uh, yeah. when he's sold later on in the future. I mean, they will. I mean, PSV did that with uh, Lozano. Yeah, they did. And they also did that with, uh, what is it called, Herrera and Porto. And I think yeah. probably yeah. Diego Reyes and everyone else too. But those guys, but, yeah. Lozano, I think, is significantly better than Guti. I mean. Oh, yeah. Without question. Well, same time, the midfielders, it's, it's, you have to kind of look into it and analyze it more than obviously a winger who strikes a lot, you know? Yeah. Like it's more so exciting. Like, uh, it's more this. It's more that. But it's like Gutierrez can be an instrumental part, and in, it's not going to show it in the stat sheet. But he'll make the key pass to get the play started for someone to make a good assist and things along those lines. Yeah, I think and, uh, Guti's at that age where he needs to move. Otherwise, he's going to become the next Jurgen Dam or something. Someone who who peaks early and doesn't develop. I, I think I don't so, know, but... it is not that one-dimensional, but I can see that being the case, and it would be a shame, really. Are you, did you did you just say that uh, Guti is one-dimensional? Is that what you said, or he's not? No, I said he's not as one-dimensional as Jurgen yeah. Dam. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, okay, like he's yeah, better than that. So it would be even more of a shame if he wasn't make that well, move to it, Europe. It'd be like uh, Marco Fabian. Remember Marco Fabian? He was good. He wanted to go. He didn't get to yep. go, and he kind of bummed around for a couple of years. Yeah, years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I was surprised. I mean, Pachuca thought they were going to, you know, kind of win this game after all because when at the end of the game when I saw the, the possession, because I'm, I'm big on possession of the game. Sometimes that doesn't go in your favor. But Pachuca had 58% of possession and Pumas had 42. And looking at the highlights, it looked like Pachuca was just, you know, the one. it was kind of just 50-50 on both. No, so, but possession. Wait, make those runs right here, what happened? Possession doesn't yeah. make that big of a difference. I mean, clearly look at, look at Tigres. Tigres out here with seventy percent of the possession in almost every game, and they still can't score. They still can't do anything. They generate like three solid opportunities. They have the ball the whole match. Three opportunities to score. 
Who who is who is Pumas' striker? Like we can say, like wow, he's like their 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 player that makes a difference for Pumas. Who is it? Because didn't didn't we say in the last podcast that the their their most current striker was is out of the team? Who is Pumas' striker? I mean, they sold Nico Castillo. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Nick, right yeah. now, right now, Carlos Gonzalez and Felipe Mora are kind of sharing that role. I think Gonzalez was more <laughs> like more uh, what's it called, more active in the Pachuca game, but. Yeah, they and have Barrera scoring for them too. Hello, Barrera. I think, yeah, I think getting rid of Castillo really uh, helped them to come together more as a team because they relied so much on Nico Castillo last season that whenever he wasn't able yeah, to produce, they struggled. Team. Like everything went straight through him, and now that they've yeah. got to spread the ball around and that they've got to play as a team, I think it's actually helped them. They look stronger just after basically starting off the same as they did last season. Yeah, yeah and that's kind of a, a crazy stat that I was reading here. It said all the teams that lost this week, going back to what you just said, uh, uh, Zach, it said all the teams that lost this week had the most possession. Lobos had the most possession. Puebla had the most possession. Tigres, Monterrey, Querétaro, and Necaxa. Only the Chivas was 50-50. So all these teams that had the most possession so lost the game. But it's a crazy stat. It's because possession doesn't matter in La Liga MX. All possession does is when you hold the ball and you don't cr- generate opportunities, is it forces the other team to be more direct and to attack you. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, you watch I it again. I want to see stats on counter- countering. Because <laughs> I feel like every yeah. even the, it could be 60, 70%, and it doesn't matter. Your team's probably going to lose just because the other team has a three-on-one or a two-on-three situation where they end up in a, winning the game off. I mean, I, I keep bringing up Tigres because I wrote the article on what's been wrong with them so far this season. And good, good they, article, by the way. They have they have so much possession that it, that is wasted. It's passing between the midfield and the back line. And I feel like a lot of the teams that maintain possession in Liga MX don't use it well. It's not like they're going forward and constantly attacking not, and yeah, maintaining like, attacking that, possession. Let's not act like uh, like they're coached by like Guardiola either. You know, like it's not. <laughs> It's not that type of possession-based game. Like, they're just holding no. on to the ball, passing it back yeah. to their center back until somebody makes a mistake and they get countered. Like, I, I mean, I think the strategy of the teams that are holding possession is just keep the ball away from the opponent. It's not that they want to do anything with it. And and it allows it allows for counters, which I think in Liga Mekis are a lot more dangerous than in, say, the Premier League or somewhere else where you have world-class defenders who can come back and cut it out. Because I mean, yeah, you got Salcido like... limping, bro. Yeah, Salcido oh, limping gosh. back there. And it's... I mean... <laughs> Speaking of Salcido, uh... and it's a three. Yeah. It's, it's, it's instead next. of a three on one, it's a three on zero. And... Uh, what what fountain <laughs> youth is he drinking from? Omni Life. Oh, the Omni. I don't know. They Man. they had it sponsored at the press conference. I couldn't see behind all the stuff, but it was there somewhere. <laughs> Um, Chivas won, Santos two. I mean, which one of you guys oh. who's saying that Chivas will win because Santos just fired their coach? Hey, my guy, you know what? We got Veracruz on Friday and they just fired their coach, so I don't want to hear this talk. All right, I ain't trying to hear this right now. It's okay. <laughs> Veracruz will somehow uh, score all four goals and beat you. <laughs> and, no, uh, Veracruz will score. Chivas will do auto goals and they'll just end up losing. But you, <laughs> but you know what's no, sad? Just Salcedo, auto goal, auto goal, auto goal, Salcedo. Three nothing, Veracruz. Yeah. My prediction but right had, now. Had trick, Otto Goles. You heard it here you first. You know what's sad about this? That Chivas has not won in almost about a year in their home. 
stadium. No, you know what's sad? No. That Carcillo still that, getting free kicks. Like, I'm gonna start yeah. a GoFundMe, like, so he can do something. Who, we, yeah, who said that? Who said that on our Slack? <laughs> Somebody said that on our Slack. I'm gonna start a GoFundMe about Salcedo. Oh yeah, that was me. But that was you. That was yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. I was about oh, to I'm game, starting but, the alternative like GoFundMe to keep Salcedo on the team forever. Oh, please, just so God, that you no. guys gotta suffer, just because you have to suffer. Any uh, players yeah, stay stand out for you guys? Any stand, any standout players for Chivas? I mean, let's try to look at the bright side. You know, Kael Sandoval showing out. Kael Sandoval is standing out a lot. Yeah. FSC Juarez player, Kael Sandoval. What? But why? But why oh my was he and Chofi subbed out? I don't understand why they were subbed out. Please, somebody explain that to me. Kael Sandoval. I mean, it was the 80th minute. Place. It was the 81st minute. It wasn't like they were subbed out the 60th minute. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're, they're discriminating yeah, about against Jumpies. him because he played for Juarez. That's why. That's all it is. They they can't let him prosper. After <laughs> they can't let him be the only player for Juarez to win a championship in the Liga MX. Can't let him be. Yeah, I mean, same thing's gonna happen to Aguirre. Watch. <laughs> I mean, anyone else surprised that Santos was able to put on his performance, get that get that much needed three points? No, I mean. I, I, did it hurt the Gallito was balling out? <laughs> I think Santos just... I think the players are just don't give a flying fuck about anything anymore. They're just going to go out there and have fun. I mean, it's not like it matters anymore this season. Like, they don't know what's going on. They're just out there to play. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, Santos still has a really good team. And I mean, you know... You look at Yusuf. Like... <laughs> They have zero expectations now because they fired their coach and they got off to an eh start. So it's not like it matters. Exactly. Anything that they do positively at this point is just like icing on top of the cake. I mean, it doesn't really matter now. Yeah. They yeah. didn't have the coach either. And that's part of the reason. Maybe it was a coup by the players. I mean, we don't know. Those reports that came out were shaky, man, as far as what happened. It seemed it, like, it seemed like there was so much stuff missing. Like, it seemed like premeditated, you know, like this stuff's been bubbling for a while, not just the player didn't start so he confronted the coach. No, yeah. I, I think it was more of they were angry about players getting sold and then not having any refuerzos come in to help them. So they felt like they were left out to dry and they were angry about it. And then players weren't getting their shot. And I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they figured, oh, well, the guy that was starting in front of me just left, so now I'm going to get to play. And then when they don't, they get pissed off. Yeah. What was the last time this happened about a player getting into an altercation with a coach physically like that? I think it's been a while that I've heard that. But I couldn't believe it that it was that, that, that the situation, how it transpired just so quickly throughout the week with that. With I mean, it post. happens, but I mean, it's not like. Player? I don't know. It's, they just won the title. I mean, yeah, it's not like these yeah. are the Cleveland Browns where they haven't won a game in two years. No, but it's not like, I mean, what do you do? You got, got rid of their star, their two best players, the captain who held the locker room together and their best player, both gone. And then look what happens right afterwards. They win. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying is Chivas going to fire their coach so they can get a win? I'll take it. Wow. Yeah, we we got this on Friday, man. Come on, Veracruz. Come on. Nah, 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 nah. 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 Now that Nestor said it, now we're gonna lose. Yeah, uh, Nestor. Yeah. You and, have and, just and cursed the Veracruz team. 
We, we need know. to start a hashtag, the, the Nesta curse. Hashtag Nesta curse. <laughs> it's the fact that you hate on Salcedo and that you predict them to win, which is why they will lose. Just start saying Salcedo's <laughs> awesome and that you're going to lose, and suddenly fortunes will turn around. Nah, we got this on Friday. It's like if it was, you know, if it was somebody else, if we were going to get some Medicare or something, I'd be like, eh, is this shaky? And I'd still be, I'm still going to pull for them no matter what, but I've still got to be optimistic, man. Come on. I'm a Bears fan and I'm a Cubs fan. Like, I'm optimistic. Anything can happen. <laughs> well, I, I've been optimistic for 25 years with the Cowboys, and, you know, you know how that's no, That's going, different. So. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that's different. That's... So that's is, uh, is, of the NFL. Won, my guy. is Cardoso going to make it for the time of the NFL season, you think? I mean, I don't know if he gets paid. <laughs> I feel like he's getting paid in OmniLife. That's why he had those, all those promotions in his press conference, trying to get some commission. Getting paid in granola? <laughs> But this granola brand that we're going to put in front of you can. So if you don't yeah. mind, just kind of promoting it while you talk about the players. Didn't Liga Mekis come out after all the memes and say that they were going to regulate what can go up on the podium now? Did they? For real? Like a real league? I, I, think, I think I read something about that. <laughs> like a real no, league? No, 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 no. We can't have like granola. A real league. Chivas, I mean, right. their fans like to say, oh, we don't have that much advertising. We don't have a front you know, front jersey sponsor, blah, blah, blah. They have four sponsors on the back yeah, of their jersey. The back. That's Dude, where they I all mean, we're not, we're not we are. We're not Pachuca or Like, come on. Like, looking like <laughs> they oh, you mean, you mean they buy players? Is that what you're saying? Is that what, the difference? Where? <laughs> Look at Pachuca and Leon. Let's say, where's that money going? I can't going? even read the... Uh... I can't even read the, the last names on their jersey because all the sponsors that they have in the back. Oh, it would be, it would be one thing if Leon and Pachuca weren't getting sponsored by people that they already owned, like Cemento Fortaleza. But I'm pretty sure Grupo Pachuca owns Cemento Fortaleza, so it's like, what's the point? You're just sticking your own company on the front of the jersey. That's what Chivas is doing. You're like logo. On the back. Your logo on top of your logo on top of your other logo on your amazing jersey. You sound like an exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> hey, at least they can get sponsored, unlike the Ascenso I make East teams right now that are running around with no sponsors on their jerseys. What about Puebla? They're, even, so, they're, they're wearing bootleg kits? Wearing no, no, they, they finally got the right jerseys. They got the real ones. They got the real ones, and they're not sponsored by the club. The Chinese page shipping page. finally came through. They're over there wearing Lenny <laughs> Way of Wades as cleats. Like, man, what's going on over here? At least they're not sponsored by the Facebook page anymore. Dude, that was that was bad. <laughs> or they're not, or they're not half of Ascenso Mickey's who can't even get anyone to sponsor them. We might need to sponsor Ascenso some Ascenso Club. club. <laughs> FMF State of Mind. FMF State of Mind. Cimarrones, <laughs> Celaya. Who else doesn't have one? Oaxaca. Make that list. We'll we'll go through it at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> those three of them right there gonna have some fun. So uh, we need to call some people. Give us the cash. We're gonna sponsor an Ascenso Mickey's team. Let's go. Cholos, uh, Cholos one, Cruz Azul one. Oh, Ness, tell us what you think about Cruz Azul. <laughs> Where did they play that game? I didn't it. Cruz Azul. It was at it was at Cholos I didn't need VAR to say to see that VAR to see that. That was not a. You goal. said it wasn't a goal. I said it was a goal. It was. It was. I felt like it passed over, man. I felt like it passed over. It's got to be a goal because when you watch the replay, Corona looks like he saves it on the line, and then he pushes it across the line with like the low, like the 
with his quad, it looks like. Like the top part of his leg. It looks like it pushes it over the line, just barely. But, so when they were discussing that, like when they, when Corona was discussing it with, uh, with the refs and everything, like, did you see how aggressive he got with La, La, La Hood? La, Gibran Lahoud, like he was super he aggressive. Him. This shit was hilarious. Yeah, Lahoud, uh, like he was. He ended up flopping. I was like, I was like, this is weak. Dude, but like, this is not the first time that you've seen Corona act like that. Like they always didn't they say like a couple years ago they had to send him to like anger management because that one time he he like punched somebody and then he headbutt somebody and then this time yeah, like in the Morelia and, fight. Yeah, and, and then and then this yeah, game, the league, like the league forced him to take anger management for a yeah, suspension or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then he this one like with you see. <laughs> With the, but then this one, you see that how the way he reacts, like he just like like who comes around and he just like just well what the fool like what's up then? Well, like, what's Lahoud talk- doing all the way on the other end of the field anyway? Yeah, yeah exactly. what's he doing in the middle of the field first off? Yeah. Like when they were arguing. But, I mean, Lahoud yeah. has no business being down there. So. Well, Corona smacked the shit out of his bald ass head. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, if if you like Lahoud, if you don't get your ass up right now, I was like flopping all over the field. But like, man, this is embarrassing. The real yeah. question is, are y'all going to complain about the turf now, now that Chivas wasn't playing there? Oh, yeah, we'll shit. talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally appropriate. No, because all you hear about in the Cholos and Chivas when we're talking about that, oh, the turf, the turf, the turf, the turf. Now, okay. nothing. The turf suddenly not an issue because Chivas isn't on it? I got mad quiet. I got mad quiet. It's suddenly <laughs> an issue because Corona, Corona couldn't push it out of the turf. <laughs> I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Cruz has still only given up one goal this season. And even defense. then, like it was a shaky goal. That's wild. Jerry Flores is goal, man. Dude, uh, that been... guy's been solid for the last year and a half. Yeah. Like, like he's so underrated is... as far as a good suit player. When they're just like, you know, you hear about Elias Hernandez and everybody else, he plays the integral uh-huh. role in the, in, the, in the team, and he has for a long time. Oh. Well, it's time to do the power rankings. Let's. Cruz <laughs> Azul is eight, Pumas are seven, and Chivas uh, will leave at five. You know they didn't. <laughs> Let's just. I'll go through the the top eight rankings wise. Uh, Pumas, Cruz Azul, America, Santos, Santos Monterrey, Toluca, Monarca, Tigres, Necaxa, Cholos, León. I say you put Cholos over uh, Tigres. <laughs> Come I on. Mean, They're right there. All right, who's one? Pumas, Cruz Azul, America, Santos. Uh, was that one when they lost it? When they when they almost, not lost it, but they tied against Pachuca, which is literally 18th on the, on the board right now. Yeah. Okay, at least Pachuca got a shot for their first win next week. Hey, it's Lobos. I'm not. I'm not caping for Cruz Azul at all. We need to put somebody else in one. Now we can't do Monterrey. No, no, no. Just for that, uh, I'm putting Cruz Azul <laughs> number one. Just for that. Uh, all right, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul number one. Motion. You deserve it. Class list. I just didn't want America to be number one, so thank you. All right, Pumas, no, Pumas number two. <laughs> yeah, Pumas two. Or America have to be one. No. Stop. Wait a second. We're not going to do this. All right, we're past, we're past one and two. Cruz Azul, Pumas, number three. Uh, America Santos Monterrey. Why, why is Pumas? Dude, they didn't do anything this week. <laughs> they tied against last week. Morelia. 
<laughs> They're still technically number one on the board, though. The Rayados were last week, so we're still no, no, no. no, no, no. Number one. The only team in all of Mexican football to be undefeated through all of their matches. FC Juarez. Number one. Boy, <laughs> what is this? Why is this turning to the Ascenso MX state of mind? <laughs> hey, somebody's got to cover it. Somebody's got to cover the only professional league in Mexico worth of crap. <laughs> hey, Chivas fans, you might want to get used to this to the all this essential talk. Oh know. yes. Ooh, hey, stop it. Hey, sweet ooh, release ooh, of relegation. Ooh. Before that Almeida, hurt. it was almost a reality. I ain't trying to hear it, man. All right, yeah. those those wounds are still fresh. All right, we got Cruz Azul number one. America. SFS Juarez number one. Only undefeated team. It's Oaxaca number one. All right, so number two, we go for Pumas America. Um, I will put I will put uh, I'll put America at three. I'll yeah. put America at three. They had yeah, an impressive showing. I hate them, but they had an impressive showing. Yeah. Santos, Monterrey, Toluca. I will put Toluca just because I'll of that win. Well, I, I go I'll Monterrey put, too. I'll put Toluca because I didn't see them winning that game. Yeah. yeah. I will put Toluca, Toluca won, but Tigres had. Yeah, without Sambuesa, like think about that shit, man. Yeah, they didn't have Sambuesa. All right, so we got Toluca and then Monterrey. Yeah, Toluca then Monterrey. Yeah. I disagree, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do we got six? We still have uh, Monarcas y Tigres, right? Uh, That's what, what we have. Where yeah. put in Santos? Yeah, uh, guys. No, we, we already put them, didn't we? No. No. They have not impressed me, so I don't know. Santos, six? you think they don't I will put Santos at dead last. At nah. Eight. I would. Ah, Chivas taking that spot, my guy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just put him in eighth and I'll put Tigres before them. That's what I would. That's my suggestion. What about Monarcas? Uh, mm. I feel like Monarcas over Santos because. Yeah, Monarcas, Monarcas over Santos too. And they have a coach. <laughs> 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 that always helps. Uh, what, what's our formula? Do they have a coach? Yes, no, okay. <laughs> what formula is? Yeah. Do they play Chivas next week? All right, put them as number Put them up there. Everybody who beats Chivas and Veracruz gets to go in the top rankings. <laughs> hey, those are the proving games, you know? It's like, well, yeah. it's like they did beat them, so. No, 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 the true, the true test, playing Lobos Buap in front of all seven people. And, Damn. And give up a- that many people go? I don't know. I, like I, I don't know. On the last game, I think all seven were cheering for Atlas, so it's okay. <laughs> they switched jerseys at halftime. They're like, fuck it. <laughs> all right, Can't we got join Cruz Azul, oh. Pumas, America, Toluca, Monterrey. Oh, Lobos Buap gets last place for playing 108 times that annoying wolf howl during the game. Oh, shit, bro. Who, who was it? It was somebody, I think it was Adriana Terrazas. The yeah, she was counting. Game. It was 108 wolf howls in that game. Someone's got to get those. Uh, That's 109 too many. <laughs> one one for <laughs> each one of their fans? They don't even have that many. What are you talking about? They were all Atlas fans. He means internationally. <laughs> <laughs> one for each one of their losses the past two years. Oof. Oof. All right, I think we're going to give up on the power rankings. We got to five. Damn, who drinks out of shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's our Santos at number eight. Leave it at that. Yeah. Um, I guess let's... We talked about Chivas with the merch table. 
Come on, baby. You already know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Mexicans abroad? Um, uh, I have my reports coming now that uh, Diego Reyes still isn't without a job. He interviews a Fenerbahce tomorrow. No, I honestly don't know what's going on with that guy. And I, I got to, to see Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez got to score. That was good for him. And he was very participating in, in, in the... In the Wolves game versus Everton, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we talked about that offside call. That was complete bullshit against him. Uh, I forgot about that one. But anyway, I forgot about that. He was on the right wing, and he was going to open up so much space, and it was going to be a counter. I think it was going to be a three-on-two. No, that was that was complete bullshit. And, uh, yeah. He missed that one-on-one, too. It was a, it, yeah, it was a, it was a good it was a good week for the Mexicans abroad because I had a... He Honestly, had a Raul Jimenez shoot. with the goal, he didn't have a good game. I'll be honest with you. No, nah, he had I a good game. It was a solid I, debut. Yeah, I Raul was, Jimenez was didn't get game. a lot of touches on the ball. He didn't have a whole lot of opportunities. but Because he could have handled them when he did. I saw like four or five balls when he grabbed them that he just wasn't able to do anything with. Or he was thinking about going forward before he actually took control of the ball. It's like, you know, he did have a goal off a header. Corner, like, and he played really, really well. As far as, you know, like stuff like that. But as far as, you know, build up play, he wasn't contributing too much. Not as much. I'm not as surprised, I though. I mean, he just got to the team a week ago or 10 days ago. Yeah, that's right. I was kind of I was kind of thinking that as well. I was kind of attributing to that. I was like, well, he did just get yeah. there. Well, it's a good thing he's their only option for striker. Yeah. They, they don't yeah. have anybody else yeah. to replace him. So He's going to be a Greek striker. He's going to take his job like they did at Benefica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, <laughs> he's going to have to. He's going to play week in and week out. There's nobody else. Which yep. is good. That's good uh, for him. Speaking for of him. speaking of not playing weekend week out, Chicharito. Didn't he come in and play at the at the fifty six hey, minute, fifty eight minute? They got hammered. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I woke up at like six thirty. I saw the lineup. Went right back to sleep. <laughs> I think you tweeted yeah, that. Really shit, yep. Because <laughs> I, wo- I had an alarm, so I woke up. I saw it. I was like, nah, snooze. Yeah. Uh, who else had? Uh, Losano had another goal. Tecatito had another goal. Had another goal. Herrera had a solid game. Yeah. Tecate scored again. Uh, Frankfurt got rocked by uh, Bayern at the Supercopa. Five to zero or five one? Yeah, five. I think it was five zero. Five zero. 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 You saw Salcedo crying in the back. Yo, that shit was wild. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what do you guys think of the Mexicans abroad? Who's gonna have the best season? Define best season. Uh, uh, as in like, just, or like the most improved, I would say. I think uh, Raul. Uh, yeah, I think Raul just for easy. He'll be yeah. the most improved. It's like a typical, typical NBA award. He'll win it just because he gets more playing well, time. Raul will, but I feel like he's gonna get end up getting injured. I don't know why. I just feel like I can see it coming with the. But he's never been injury prone. He's not like a, he has he has he hasn't started in such a long time. As far as like how uh, he's gonna be starting like pretty soon. I just feel like he's gonna pick up a few dings. I mean, I don't want to call it, but that's all I end up seeing, especially with how physical the fucking uh, Premier League is. Oh yeah. Uh, but they didn't even really rough him up in the game. It was more of he didn't have a whole lot of opportunities on the ball because he's a new player, and so. I mean, it was Everton too. You know, wait till you start playing like Southampton and <laughs> and uh, Burnley. Arsenal. And, uh, <laughs> I want to see how they do against. On a rainy day in Stoke. Oh yeah, on a rainy day on a mo- rainy Monday night in Stoke. No, um, yeah, no, they won't be visiting Stoke anytime soon. <laughs> um, uh, also, today I think I heard uh, Omar Govez going back to Belgium, but playing for Royal Antwerp. Yeah, he's switching teams. We'll see how that ends up going for him. Uh, I feel like he needs to make out of that league. 
Yeah, I mean, Briseño had another strong game. I mean, I think he's low-key going to have a solid season in Portugal right now. Oh, yeah. But we'll see because, you know, when they start going against the bigger clubs, we'll see how good he does. And I feel like that'll be better uh, mark. Fuego Briseño from FC Juarez? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, he's That's in Spain, good. right? No, he's, oh, in, he's Portugal. in Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> the Spain first Spain. ever oh, former God. FC Juarez player to go to Europe? La Leyenda. He's oh, Hector Moreno <laughs> stayed at Real Sociedad after almost coming to my garbage Chicago Fire. Thank God he didn't. Don't mention yes. the Chicago Fire. Is there any merit in those rumors, or did they just come out of nowhere? Honestly, yeah. I follow the club. I'm not. I wouldn't even be surprised if like the organization leaked that rumor themselves. I'm not even joking. I got the same Bridgeview. I ain't trying to hear this conversation right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> La Liga doesn't start up until next week. Um, so we'll see. Alanis is still at Getafe. How is he going to do? I don't know. Ochoa lost lost today, so Standard League is out of the Champions League, but they're in Europa League. But I don't know if Napoli still wants him on loan. I don't know. It's a clusterfuck. Yeah, Ochoa put put him on a full transfer, though. Uh, I think Napoli wants him on a loan, but... his club standard wants him on a loan with a option with a forced option to buy next summer, whereas Napoli like wants an option to buy, not a forced option. Right. And then uh, I mean, most importantly, uh, Chaton still you know the season hasn't started yet for Chaton, so we'll see you know how he's doing in Cyprus. In Chirpe. Chaton. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Greece, right? No, Cyprus. It's Cyprus. Close. It's an it's even smaller they league. They had a lot of Mexican players. Yeah, they had the do. <laughs> they had Nadi too. I don't think we're in the Segunda Bay in Spain either. There's Dude, bunch. there's a lot. Like there's there's laundry lists of Mexicans. It's like that you probably never hear about that I have never heard about that are over there trying to make it. Uh, there's a there's a Mexican in uh, Wolfsburg's like U21 team, I think. For real? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, he's from Adrian, Puebla, wasn't he? Adrian, yeah. Adrian Gors 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 Nash, something like that. I, I wrote. Uh, I wrote yeah, like I wrote an article at the beginning of, of, like at the end of July, uh, to the young players who could be the next, the next ones in in Qatar. Uh, it was him. It was uh, the ex-player from. Uh, oh my God, I forgot his name. The ex-player from Santa. Oh, I forgot his name. He's in German. But anyways, that uh, Adrian guy. His his dad is German. His mom's Mexican, and he was born in Puebla. His dad was working for Volkswagen, and then they took him over there to Wolfsburg. So that's the background of him. He looks pretty good. So what Jurgen Dam should have done all along? Yeah. Don't even get me started on Jurgen Dam. He's got a German passport. God, that makes me so mad. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that like in every episode. <laughs> he's still trash. It doesn't matter. It's doesn't in matter my head now. Like, when we passport. mentioned it earlier, I was like, he has an EU passport. It would have mattered that. five years ago. He, yeah, he's always been trash. The only thing he's been good at is being fast. And looking like Skeletor. <laughs> Mr. Burns. All right. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, no. Just hopefully Diego Reyes lands a te- lands a team because I'm about to be a month or almost two months without a team. Dude, that's so, kind of you ridiculous. mean hopefully a team lands Diego Reyes? <laughs> yeah, or Osvaldo Alaniz situation too that he doesn't want to yeah. come back to Chivas and he was thank- thanking everybody. You know, thank you for being on, on you know being worried about my current situation, but I really want to stay in Europe. And he knows that like, if he comes back, that's it. He won't be able to return due to his age. Yeah, but Leo Madre, si viene para atrás. Yeah. 
I mean, Chivas would love, we would love to have him back, but yeah, yeah I'll take him. Hey, another thing I wanted to tell y'all. Another thing I wanted to tell y'all on Amazon Prime. I forgot Eddie Gomez from ESPN. He retweeted it yesterday, and I think I liked it. Uh, just something that we we could watch. Uh, on Amazon Prime, they have this documentary called Six Dreams, and they follow like six players or so in a liga in a liga española, and they interview Guardado. No, no. Yeah, and then Guardado said, yeah, I got offers from, from MLS before the World Cup started. But I told myself, that if, I, if I go to the MLS before the World Cup starts, I'm not going to be able to give the same 100% if, I, if I'm in the World Cup. But then I was looking back and said, but dude, you were hurt. <laughs> I was like, you were hurt. Like, either way, you, I mean, we were screwed having you on the pitch. But it was, it, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a good... It was a good, it was a good, uh, it, it's going to be a good documentary that I want to see about Guardado. And it was just something that he said. He said, yeah, you know, we'll eventually we'll, we'll, you know, try to go to MLS, but I'd rather go back to Mexico. There's better opportunities there for me. So now he's going, going to MLS. He's going to MLS. He's going to cash it in and then going to Mexico for like a, a last season, like a season yeah. at Atlas. Atlas. And then he's going to be the head coach of Atlas. <laughs> he's going to bring him back from the second division. <laughs> him and Rafa Marquez are going to take over Atlas. <laughs> and Ricardo La Volpe is going to be the interim coach every now and then. No, Rafa's wow, going to be the player great. coach. Oh, Rafa's wow. going to be the player coach. Yeah. Well, if Diego Reyes is still looking for a team after next week, he could always go and try and play for Swansea. I think they have one center back on their roster. Anyway. Yeah, Ashley Williams for once. <laughs> or he could go to I think that, I read it that guy a long time ago, man. He could go to uh, FC yeah, Juarez, right? Alone, right? FC Juarez? That's a good guy. <laughs> he can go to FC Juarez. <laughs> FC Juarez? <laughs> hey, man. Well, we actually get, look like a well, legit team now. Like welcome to FC Juarez, where if, you, where if you don't get paid, you get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. Is, uh, don't be saying that stuff. <laughs> is FC Juarez eligible to come up? They are eligible to come up. They have uh, loaded ownership... And they basically raided. They got the championship-winning coach from last year in Gabriel Caballero. Ooh, Gabriel Caballero. From Tapachula. Uh, they signed Tapachula's best player. Then they signed Gabriel Achen from Dorados. So Dorados captain last season. Uh, they, they basically went around and picked all the best players from other teams. And <laughs> So if they don't get promoted yeah. now... Maybe I, I, we could see them in a year. Yeah. If they can come up the first division and catch these hands by Chivas any day, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. I mean, we'll see if we'll see if we get any more crazy pick. I think the highlight of this week for me was just randomly seeing that Torres Nilo pick when he was bleeding everywhere on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the second time that happens to him. Followed up by the Chivas press conference. When you uploaded it in the Slack, I thought it was Photoshopped at first. It was real, man, yeah, it's, and it was spectacular. I was like, there was no way that could be real, and then all the highlights was nasty. All right, well, let's uh, tell the people where they can find you guys. Uh, at Twitter, J Mart, that are J Mart ten eighteen, like Kmart, <laughs> like Kmart, but J Mart. Uh, you know, just uh, follow me if you can. Uh, we usually, I usually help retreat. Well, I mean, I retweet all of our, all of our stuff from FMF State of Mind. Uh, so looking forward to being back on the show next week. And uh, thank everybody for for tuning in. And I'll give it over to Antonio. Yeah, at Antonio1998, double underscore. That's two underscores at the end there. Yeah, follow me. And yeah, all the Chivas fans follow me as we go through this painful this, uh, this route to relegation. Oh, 
<laughs> crap, we didn't get time to talk about the top five bridges to jump off of. <laughs> Something tells yeah, me we'll have plenty of time. <laughs> or you could just follow them. Yep. And nice. uh, Ness, you can reach me at Nescavelli. You guys like that awkward pause? I did that on purpose this podcast. You guys hate me. All right, so Nescavelli, N-E-S-Q-U-I-V-E-L-L-I on literally any social media platform. And follow me with my trash takes and my uh, and, and my love of Chivas that is currently turning, is being used against me. And Another I'm trying eight. to go fund me so we can uh, actually fund Salcido to retire so... We can bring back Alanis and restore our team to glory again. Oh, that awkward pause would have been so much better if you didn't tell us back. that you did it on purpose. Yeah. You ruined it. That's our <laughs> trademark now. That's our trademark. They're like, oh, there's, a pause. They're like there's an awkward pause every single time. Okay. All right, and y'all can find me at Fronteriza Foot on Twitter. Damn, that quick to the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be I don't got to rant about all this other stuff. People want to follow yeah. me, they go. Do you it. use A's of fours. I don't know if you guys are going to find it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at the Colorful Kit. Um, yeah, leave us a rating review. Holler at us, yell at us. Tell us what else you want to cover in the, in the podcast. Yeah, tell me how trash I am on Twitter, guys. I can't wait. Yeah, join me. I'll argue join with me. everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, guys.